Welcome to the Bird's Eye View Podcast. I'm Jeff McLean here along with Zach Berman. We're here at the Novacare Complex Friday before the Eagles are to travel down to New Orleans and face the Saints. The 8-1 and one Saints, one of the best teams in the NFL. Um, Going to be a tall, tough task, Zach. First, let's just talk a little bit about the injuries. Mm-hmm. What did Doug Peterson tell us on the Friday press conference? So it sounds like Sidney Jones is going to play. And actually, Sidney Jones said when I spoke to him this week that he's going to play. Um, Tim Jernigan, who someone fans have really been waiting on, no decision yet. The Eagles would need to make a roster move to get Jernigan on. Doug Peterson said he won the C after Friday, Saturday's practices. Uh, Lane Johnson sounds like he's getting closer to playing. So that's 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 probably the headliner. That's the one you, you need out there. He's your Pro Bowl right tackle. Uh, and then Richard Rodgers is in a similar boat to, to Jernigan. They would need to make a roster move, but he's been involved in practice. So no John Mills. No John Mills. John Mills won't play. No. Darren Sproles is still out. Mm-hmm. Um and that's pretty much it, I guess, in terms of... Uh, yeah, Haloti not a missed time, but it looks like he'll be back. He was limited on yep. Thursday, but it looks like uh, he'll be back, which, you know, which they'll need if Jernigan can't play. Sure. But it sounds like, sounds like he'll be able to play. Um, let's, let's look at the injuries and how it's going to... First, how they're going to affect uh, um, the team, the Eagles, and specifically the secondary. With Jalen Mills out, it's going to be Russell Douglas again, probably, and um, Sidney Jones, I imagine, on the outside. What do you mm-hmm. think we're going to see out of Sidney... I mean, he hasn't played in a while, yep. and he hasn't played outside in a very long while. Yeah, Sidney said he hasn't even taken reps on the outside since training camp, since the beginning of training camp. And now here he is as as the – he'll be a starting outside cornerback, it looks like. This is what the Eagles have been waiting for. This is what Eagles fans have been waiting for. This is what Sidney Jones has been waiting for. I think we're going to see whether long – now, it, it's not going to be like this one-game indictment of whether he can do it long term. No. But he's the caliber of player – that you need to step in here and have a good game. And it won't be like he's shadowing Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas actually moves all around the formation. But he's going to see time on Michael Thomas. Um, and that's a hell of a matchup when you have Drew Brees throwing to Michael Thomas for Sidney Jones to really see what he is. Let's be frank. It's scary. I mean, when you look at the Saints offense and the struggles that the Eagles have had in the secondary, it, it, could, get, it could get ugly potentially. Um what are, you know? What do you think? I mean, obviously the Eagles are going to have to get pressure, mm-hmm. but the thing is, Breeze gets the ball out so exactly. quick. He's only been sacked nine times, so I don't think sacks are, are there. Going to be many opportunities to get sacked, but what they have to do is they have to kind of throw him off his spot, get him off his spot, make him hitch here and there, make him move, bad passes, mm-hmm. do other little things to kind of disrupt his uh, his rhythm there. So they're not going to blitz much, right? It's going to be mostly a four man rush. Yeah, I agree, and and. Honestly, Malcolm Jenkins had pretty good insight on this earlier this week, and I have, I agree with Malcolm, where he said that you know Breeze is going to move the ball. You know their playmakers are going to make plays. Like You're not going in there expecting to, to force three and outs. What you need to do is play real tough red zone defense. Which they have done which, this season. Yeah, they're fourth in the league there. And you know, you know force them to field goals and not touchdowns. And then you need to get, I don't want to say lucky, but you need to force a turnover here and there to steal possession. Um, and then your offense needs to score, obviously. But but I think that's the plan for the defense. The defense has kept opponents to 14.75 points in their four wins this year. That's not going to happen against the Saints. You're not winning this game 21-14. You know, you're winning this game if if they die. I don't think they win this game. But if they win this game, I think the, the offense is going to have to have their best game yet. Uh, well, let's, let's just stick to defense just a little bit longer. Um, so the Saints are going to be here without – Left tackle Toronto Armstead. Yep. Um, you know, which certainly helps the, the, the line. But 
you know, what we've seen over these last few weeks without Derek Barnett is just pretty much a three-man rotation with Michael Bennett, Brandon Graham, and Chris Long. Yeah, well, these so guys are over thirty. I think the rush. I think the rush has been hasn't been the problem. It's it, it's clearly been the coverage, but you know maybe there is an opportunity for one of these guys to to kind of get after Breeze and maybe you know maybe help the the back end a little bit. Yeah, the rotation's interesting because it has been a three man rotation. And two weeks ago, Jim Schwartz said they want to play Josh Sweat more, but they were going into or I guess two games ago, not he's two not, weeks ago. He's, he's not ready. But they said they were going into the bye, so they thought they can go there with their older guys longer. Last week, Josh Sweat missed practice on Friday and was questionable with a hip injury. You don't know if that factored into it. But it's hard for these guys in a three-man rotation. Um, you know, I, if you can get Sweat some some meaningful snaps, if he can contribute, I think right. that will help all around. I think it will help in the fourth quarter. Well, you had – I mean, it's not just a three-man rotation at end. I mean, in the middle there, you have Haloti Nada playing 58% mm-hmm. of the snaps. He, he shouldn't be playing at this point in his career. He shouldn't be playing 58% yeah, of snaps. Yeah, and a part of that, too, was was that the the Cowboys were, were running the ball a lot. And, you know, usually you would want to get Michael Bennett or, or Brandon Graham inside, and that way you have more pass rushers on the field. But the Eagles couldn't stop the run, and Dallas was running down their throat. And one of the reasons is because Haloti Nada just isn't the Haloti Nada that was going to Pro Bowls every year. And that goes back to Howie. The Howie Roseman, Joe Douglas, uh, you know, and been putting this roster together. Um, and I don't think they viewed Haloti Nada in that role. But, and, and again, I don't want to go down this path. He's supposed to be the Bo Allen, the third guy. But they knew Tim Jernigan was out back in March. So, right. And you, you, know. and you, and you have guys like T.Y. McGill and Trayvon Hester and Bruce Hector on the roster. And, and McGill and Hester, those guys weren't even on in training camp. You were looking at Destiny Vial or Elijah Qualls. I mean, Destiny was their starter. Throughout the summer, think about that. Yeah, and and he's 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 cut now. I think that's bad roster management. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, you can point to the secondary and the injuries. There's been a lot of them. I mean, there's there's literally you can you can uh, you know you you can point to to them as one of the reasons why they've struggled on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, Russell Douglas had one of the worst games I've seen this season out of a cornerback. Um, I think that. You know, it could be just one a one game anomaly. Maybe he bounces back a little mm-hmm. bit, but right now you got to wonder about his confidence, especially going against Breeze and that offense. Um, who are some? Of, you know, I mean, we talked about Michael Thomas, but you have to. We have to mention Alvin Kamara. We got to mention it's, Mark yeah. Ingram. I mean, yep. yeah, um, these are these are two of the best running backs in the league, certainly in terms of dual threat. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, I mean, Kamara is they line him up everywhere. Such an electric player. He's like a he's. You know, a more he's like a better version of Sproles. I was going to say in terms of how a younger, better. Yeah, I mean, if you remember how Sproles was used in New Orleans, um, and he was so versatile. That's kind of what they're doing with with Kamara, and then Ingram. I've always liked Ingram, and, yeah, and he missed the first four games because yeah, of suspension, and he's playing well right now. And actually, they have a rookie receiver, Troy. Uh, uh, Tra- I'm sorry, Traquan Smith, who uh, who's impressed me in in the, in the times that I've I've watched them, and he can get deep on you. Uh, they They've just signed. Brand, yeah, they yeah, just they, signed Brandon Marshall this week because they signed Des Bryant, who tore his Achilles, yep. uh, ruptured his Achilles. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to find that other piece. But, um, but it's know, Breeze. I mean, Breeze is the guy who Breeze, makes, Breeze makes those guys work. And, and then you have Ben Watson at tight end. Yep. Um, and now you had a great number. Uh, we were talking off air or off podcast about this, where you talked about Michael Thomas's catch percentage. That's incredible. Ninety, uh, eighty-nine point something percent for a receiver. It's it's incredible. I, I mean, think and it's about not this. like he's like some sort of you know slot no. short passer, and he's still averaging over twelve yards per catch. Yeah, I, I mean, think about like Zach Ertz for instance. 
who is you know a, a reliable receiver, he's seventy five percent. Yeah. Like Michael Thomas is absurd what he's doing right now. Yeah. So obviously the Eagles have their hands full. Will have their hands full this Sunday against that offense on the defense on the offensive side of the ball. The Eagles, as you mentioned, they're going to have to score some points here. They're going to probably need more than than the twenty two that they've averaged all year. Can they get it done? I mean. Um, you know, are the, can in one week can they can they turn this thing around? Yeah, I mean, I, I tend to think that when you have Carson Wentz at quarterback, you it's always possible. have a shot. Uh, but that's that's why you have a guy like that. I mean, Wentz, we've seen it. Wentz can get hot. The Eagles certainly have the weapons. I think Golden Tate's going to have a bigger role this week. Um, the Saints have the top ranked rush defense, uh, but I think if the Eagles can get the running game going, it'll help at least keep Breeze off the field a bit. That's a big if. Help open the play action. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I've kind of flipped the switch or ch- changed my opinion a little bit about these. I'm a little more down on these running backs than including I was, including Josh Adams. Including Josh Adams. Okay. I mean, I think I think Josh Adams has some potential. There's things I like about him. I think right now he's probably the best runner out of the three of them. So mm-hmm. you're probably going to have to rely on him a little more. The issues I see with him is a lot of times when he gets outside, and I like to run him outside. Is he? Uh, he's a tough time turning his hips and and getting upfield. I mean, there was an earlier run. Where there's a cutback lane, and for some reason he didn't take it. I wonder if he just doesn't trust himself in that situation. And there's another one where he did get five yards on the outside, but he's like running sideways. Yeah. I mean, he should be able to punch that up and get a little more than that. I, I'm kind of nitpicking here, uh, but he's a, he's he's certainly a little bit limited, and he's only a rookie. So I mean, sure. how much can you expect out of him? And an undrafted rookie at that. An undrafted uh, rookie, and the offensive line, frankly, yeah. isn't isn't blocking. Great. That's why I keep going back to getting Golden Tate involved in almost a short running game or the short passing game instead of the running game. Didn't happen last week. He had 29% of the snaps. If you had to guess, if, if we pick up you know, the playing time distribution Tate. on Monday, how many snaps is Tate playing? Uh, I, I'd say probably more in like the 40 to 50% range. Okay. You think it might be higher? More, yeah, I thought it was going to be higher. Uh, maybe. But he, I, I still don't think – I mean, Doug even admitted that he still doesn't know the entire playbook. I mean, maybe yeah. they, they have more plays drawn up for him. But, I mean, we should mention – I mean, one of the reasons why – the Saints have the number one rush defense, and they have one of the worst pass defenses in the NFL just because their offense has been so potent. Yep. Teams are behind all the time, so they're going to throw a lot more. So they're going to give up more passing yards, and they're not going to run as much. So you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna have more success against the run. I mean, yeah, this is what the Eagles were last year. Exactly. New Orleans is averaging 19 points in the first half of games. So, you know, right there. I mean, if the Eagles have a slow start like they've had just about every week, except the Giants. Yeah, there, there's no shot of winning this game because we've, you're in a hole. Right, and we've talked about this many times, and you've you've talked about this and wrote about it yourself many times. And, and Zach Ertz mentioned this after the game Sunday. We're just not built to to have to always come from behind. I mean, yeah, they can do it, but that defense is about uh, playing with the lead yep. and being able to pin their pin your ears back and get that pass rush going in the in the second half. And making just have dimensional. And they yeah. have. We've only seen that once. And that was uh, the Giants. I guess the Giants. Now they were. It, it, it should have worked against the <laughs> against the Panthers. Yep. That's that's the big one that you look at. You're right. You you may and go back Titans. and look in that game. You may, well the Titans. Yeah, but they yeah the Titans they were ahead a little bit. Yeah. The, the the Panthers one was bad, which is why Jim Schwartz and his unit deserve um, certainly their share of blame for how the season has gone. Um, who are some of the defensive linchpins on this on this? Uh, on this uh, Saints defense. Well, you look, Cameron Jordan, I mean, is is a terrific defensive lineman. Always been. Um, you know, and, and then in the back end, Marshawn Lattimore was a high-level player last year. Um, as a rookie. Yeah, has, hasn't been as as, no. as consistent this year. Um, but but their defensive line across the board is really good. Um, their linebackers are, are, are playing decent this year. Their problem has been in the secondary. Uh, that's where they've, they've made some moves. They traded for Eli Apple. Um, they're they're not getting enough there, but I think 
I, I still think they have a good defense, and they're very multiple. You know, they can play a lot of different ways. Yeah. Dennis Allen's done a good job as D coordinator there. But to answer the question, Cameron Jordan's the guy you circle. Cameron, you know, Cameron um, certainly is the guy that you know. And if he's does he rush? He rushes predominantly from the from the right, doesn't mm-hmm. he? So it'll be Jason Peters seeing a lot of him. Um, well, a familiar face, and also in the secondary, Kirk Coleman plays safety. Mm-hmm. Um, not a bad guy, but certainly a guy yeah. that maybe you can you can target in certain ways. Yeah, they signed Patrick Robinson to play the slot. And he got hurt early on, so the Eagles actually got his only healthy year. It seemed like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but uh, no, the uh, there are players to pick on. I mean, the Eagles have picked on Eli Apple in the past, and he he gets a good amount of time. Who are some of the guys on offense that, that the Eagles need to kind of uh, under the radar? Like I think we know Ertz is gonna is gonna get his yeah. targets. But who are some of the guys, maybe not under the radar, but guys, players that need to kind of step up? Golden Tate. I mean, I... I you traded for him? You, you traded for him. Really talented player. Um, can win matchups. Uh, this is a guy, like, and we've said this. You can't pick your head up in week 15 and have Golden Tate have a good game, and, and, and that does anything for you. I it needs to happen right now. Escape my mind, but who's the slot corner for, I hate to put you on the spot, do you know who the slot corner is for the Saints? Yeah, so so they've had well they they play multiple safeties so they so they have Von Bell in there but Sometimes, he's a safety yeah. um, but I don't think he's gonna be and they've they actually they, out there I don't think he's yeah, gonna be out there yeah so they had Crawley earlier in the year and they started benching him recently um, so they have a Patrick Robinson was their slot yeah, and yeah. they made that change yeah so I mean certainly it sounds like that's an opportunity a mismatch possibly with Golden Tate in the slot uh, I would you know I, again if you're asking me I think that I think. Nelson Aguilar and Alshon Jeffrey, um, while they've played well this year, and more so Jeffrey, I think there's an opportunity here for those guys to kind of have I agree with that. To step up, step up a little bit. There were a few mistakes I think each of them made in this past game, um, in terms of their route running, and with Eli the Apple, I think there's there's a chance for one of these guys to kind of get going. And I'm talking deep too. Um, you know, I, we haven't seen enough of Aguilar running those those deeper routes, but we did last week and they hit on one. And it was a it was a well drawn up play, uh, well executed, but that's something that Nelson Aguilar can do. I mean he has the speed. He's got a lot better tracking balls. Um, so there's opportunities there, I think, against this defense. The- okay, so um, I'm looking at the Saints depth chart here. You have Marshawn Ladmore, Eli Apple, PJ Williams are uh, their are, are their top corners. Yeah, and then you know so, but they'd like to play that three safety look with Marcus Williams, Kurt Coleman, and Von Bell. Yeah, I don't know if they'll do that much with Golden if Golden's going to be out there in the field. Uh, so, so that's It'll certainly something. Williams, I guess. So, so that's some, certainly something to watching. And Cameron Jordan is is the left defensive end there, and then they have Alex Okafor, a right defensive end, Sheldon Rankins, left defensive tackle, and uh, Tyler Davidson at nose tackle. Um, yeah, I mean, there's an opportunity to move the ball here. There's an opportunity to put some points up on the board. Uh, they just got to be more productive in the red zone. They're, they're what, they're 55% down there. Last year, they were all close to 70%. Um, and they're not keeping pace with the rest of the NFL. So, um, there's certain things that are, that are of issue down there. Um, I don't think it's one thing. It's a whole combination of different things. But, you know, for instance, on that play last, uh, week with, uh, you know, I think it was third and seven at the eight yard line. Alshon Jeffries opened over the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, he pauses a hair late. on his route, and Carson hitches a little bit and throws off. He left four points on the board. They've settled for a field goal. So it's been a combination of things, not all on the coaching, not all on the players, but uh, certainly uh, this will be a huge test for the Eagles. 
Um, if they lose, the season's not over. Yeah. To me, I think, as we mentioned, I think it was last podcast, the Redskins game in, mm-hmm. two, in two weeks will be the big one. Yep. Uh, if they beat the Giants. Let's say they lose this and beat the Giants. I hate to get too far ahead of myself. But um, I think we'll be writing about this team for these next three weeks with the playoffs still uh, a possibility. I agree with that. Unless they lost to the Giants. Unless they lost to the yeah. Giants, then. Uh, which is possible. <laughs> the team has uh, uh, If you look at the battle of the quarterbacks here, is there any way you think Carson Wentz can have the better game? Yeah, okay. I do. Absolutely. Well, then uh, they could win then. I don't think yeah. he's better than Drew Brees at this no, point. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not even saying that. But I'm but saying – No, no, no. Yeah, no, I think so. Yeah. Um, like they're going to need Carson to outplay Drew Brees to have a chance to win. Absolutely. And it's going to have to be – it's going to have to be with explosive plays, I think. They're okay. gonna, they need some explosive plays. They can't be thinking that we're going to like put together ten play eighty yard drives. And I mean, yeah, you keep that offense off the field a little bit, but that offense can strike in a moment's notice. I don't think that's the way to play it. They need to just kind of they need to score some quick points, um, and then they do it with explosive plays. I don't know. Do you agree? I do. Uh, yeah. No. I. I also think. I mean, that, there's long drives. That you're yeah. Running. That you, that you want to keep the Saints' offense off the field a bit, but but you can't play scared in this game. You gotta you gotta strike. You gotta strike early, and you're going to need. The steal possession, like whether it's with a special teams, big, a big play on special teams, and, and uh, forcing a turnover on defense, um, you you're not going to go drive for drive with them. Um, maybe you do, but you know that's kind of what like the Saints Rams game was. But uh, but but I think you're going to have to steal possession here or there. As well as Carson has played this year, he hasn't like exactly strapped the team on his back, and and sometimes you, you need that from your quarterback, mm-hmm. and. I thought the Giants game he did. But he was great. He was yeah. great in that game. But I'm, I meant like in a closely contested sure. game where you just like last year in that Washington Redskins mm-hmm. game, he just took over in the second half and won them that game. Yeah, I'm oversimplifying things a little bit here. But, no, you're right. But, but for the most part, he did. I think for them to win that, you obviously mentioned before, Carson's got to be excellent. He's got to be – he can't have turnovers. He's got to be playing uh, at the top of his game if he wants to – to win this one, and who knows? I mean, he certainly has the capabilities to do so. What's your pick? Uh, you already said, mentioned you mentioned you yeah, taking so the Saints. What's the score? I have the Saints winning 34-24. Um, now, I, I I should preface this by saying I've been high on the Saints all season. I thought Your Super Bowl team. Yeah, I, I I wasn't like running to Vegas making that pick, but I thought the Saints were Super Bowl caliber team going into the year. I had the Saints beating the Eagles when we did our yeah, predictions before the season. Yeah. And nothing I've seen from either team makes me think that's going to be any different. No, in fact, yeah, it probably makes you feel like they're, yep. they're more likely to win. I'm picking the Saints as well. I think the Eagles can kind of hang in there because okay. I, I think it's one of these back, you're back up against the wall type games. I think there's enough talent in this team. Uh, certainly they know how to win. I think the, they can find ways to, to exploit um, the Saints on either side of the ball. So that'll keep them in the game for for a period. But I just what's the first quarter score? uh, I think that's why I think they keep them in there. Like maybe like ten seven Saints or something like that. Okay. So you have the Eagles scoring though. I think. I think. Yeah. I think they finally can get one together. Okay. Um. I mean they they've been so bad. Yeah. There's only really one place to go, and that's up. All right. Maybe ten three. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I have the Eagles uh, losing thirty to twenty three. All right. Well, that's it for the Bird's Eye View podcast. Uh, We'll talk to you from New Orleans. Beautiful New Orleans. One of the best cities in the uh, in the country on Sunday after the Saints and uh, Eagles play. Thanks a lot.